what what do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Ejected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Yes, please. Um, sorry that we missed you guys last week. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel lost. I feel it's weird yes. having a gap. I don't like it. It is. <laughs> I didn't like it either. It felt like it was ages. Yeah, but it like, did. But at the same time, I didn't have no time. Like I literally no. was so busy last week. Last well, yeah, guys. I've I've moved. Um, I was homeless for a week. Um, <laughs> but uh, nothing, not in a state where you guys have to worry. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> I stayed with family for a week, um, and then literally we had a mad rush trying to find somewhere to live because the flat we were meant to move into, um, they lied to us about the moving date mm-hmm. when the landlord hasn't even completed on the property. So I don't know why they're advertising it on so bad <laughs> on right move. It is so bad. It's awful. I don't. I don't understand. But. Anyway, we're in a nicer area now. I'm not going to tell you where I am. Yeah, I but, haven't even um, asked you. I don't actually know where you are. It's really weird. Oh. <laughs> well, I just showed you. I know. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. So last week was a hectic week because we moved in on Monday. And that Mondays are usually our recording day. And mm-hmm. we used the puff filler episode the week before. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And no Love um, Island either, which is, we've got yeah. loads of Love Island to catch up on, which you'll probably be able to hear Literally. by now. It will be uploaded. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot, life has been life in. It's, mm. yeah. How do you feel though? Like, are you settled now? Are you comfortable with like the area? Um, I'm comfortable with the area. The area is nice. Um, I wouldn't say I'm settled. I'm just mm. until my room is finished, completely done, and I have Wi-Fi, then I'll feel Shit. settled. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's the thing. Because we, because it was so quick, like such a quick turnaround mm. moving in and stuff. It's not like we could prepare getting Wi-Fi beforehand. We couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't set everything up. Like we're having issues with like getting hot water all the time, mm. and like we have to play around with the boiler. Mm-hmm. And um, I was told that they're registering us with the different companies, but I don't think they are because I just switched. I could switch over my account for water to this mm. address because it's the same company. But then we've got. But then when it came to um, electricity, it's obviously I'm signing up with British Gas now. Um, but like they said that they would register us and to wait for an email and a letter. We haven't had anything. Like we're just still getting letters from the previous. Well, whatever, or the landlord, I think, mm. instead, instead of like addressed to us. And apparently the state agent was meant to register us, but I think they're talking shit and they are shit as well. So I think, <laughs> I think they're lying. So um, I'm just trying to, I've, I've registered for an account with British Gas, but it's like, how long does it take for them to create the account though? I'm a bit confused. Mm. Like, why, why am I not seeing it? But, it was Friday when I registered. I'm going to ring them up tomorrow because yeah, it's like we need to not, just not much longer left for you to have it all sorted. Yeah, yeah. It's not I'm going to ring up tomorrow, and it's just like trying to sort out my bills and cancel my bills for my last place and all of that stuff. Like everything's just so last mm. minute. Yeah, so I think ask me again. Ask me this question again in a month's time, <laughs> and I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
yeah. I'm just trying to think what I've been doing since we last recorded. Oh, so much has happened. So I had such mm. a shit time. My end of June, beginning of July was fucking awful because oh, I was no. supposed to go to Afro Nation oh, and. No honestly like I don't want to repeat it because I've told the story to probably about 100 people because I was fuming and upset but you but haven't told it to our, pod, to our podcast I haven't yet, but I won't go in so detail but like basically went to Heathrow got on the plane it was already an hour late we were waiting in the area that you wait for planes and then we got on it we were on it for four hours and then they cancelled mm-hmm. it after four hours it didn't fly it was the stationary fuck? and basically what happened at first was that um they overbooked this is british airways as well so if you're with british airways please be careful this summer that's madness because like, british yeah. airways are usually really good they were awful it's they were crazy. horrific like it was so bad and they basically overbooked and then they had to kick a few people off and then obviously because their baggage was in the bottom of the aircraft it took them half an hour to like route through all of that and get mm. that out and then someone fainted because we'd already been on a plane for like an hour and a half before everyone was seated oh, wow. and all of that so someone fainted or they had some sort of hypo and they, we, they yeah. had to get medical assistance on there so that all took an hour and then another half hour on top of that getting their luggage taking it off because they couldn't fly and then the the pilot was like oh we've got to wait for um space in the air like a, a line that we can fly through so that it's safe um so that was another half an hour and then by the time it got to about half eight nine o'clock and the pilot was just like right this this flight isn't going to be able to go because there's no british airway stuff on the other side to um unload everyone's baggage and they said <laughs> the customer service person for british airways come on and was like so there's no there's no flights to portugal all weekend available from Heathrow <laughs> so you're either going to have to no, look for flights from elsewhere and there's also no hotels in the area so you're all going to have to make your way home and it was like nine o'clock half nine by the time we got our baggage it was like 10 p.m i've been there since 11 like honestly i've booked a whole day days what? of annual leave hours 11 yeah. hours honestly nah. horrific horrific experience nah. horrific customer nah, service because nah, all nah. the British Airways stuff had gone home as well so there was only one customer <laughs> service person in the airport there were poor like American oh people God. that had come over they had nowhere to stay there was no hotels available oh in the God. area they were like what do we do there was one customer service person everyone's on Skyscanner trying to look for flights there was no flights and the flights were costing over a grand per person oh my God. so everyone was like it's not it's actually not worth it and most people on the flight were no, going to go to Africa nation so I, I've spent the past few weeks like trying to sort out the claim with one of my friends to get the festival ticket money back as well as the flight That's money good. back and the accommodation but it's just all so complicated um, and it's just yeah. very very annoying but that like that was an awful experience because you know when you get so like ready for a summer motive it was like that was my one thing this summer that I had in my diary that I knew was going to go ahead got my hair done did my nails everything I was so ready mm. for it and then it that the worst airport experience I've ever had in my life like and I've had something like that happen before where I've been sitting on a plane and then it's delayed for like an hour and a half it's like am I cursed like why can I not go on holiday smoothly like it's very annoying but um, oh my gosh I mean yeah I wouldn't say you're cursed but I hope not that's definitely not definitely not because yeah. like especially I don't know this climate this this year with flights I know there's been so many problems mm-hmm. and so many issues with flying this year especially like in the UK because 
And I think because of like Brexit, because of COVID mm. and everything, I think all of these airlines are so understaffed. As yeah, well. they have no staff. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. But it, nah, it's that that is ridiculous. Yeah, it, and it was just like really, it was sad because I just had to go into work like on on the Monday. Like, great, this is what's happened. But like, everyone's yeah. really lovely about it. But at the same time, with my work, oh, did you manage to cancel your holiday days in? Yeah, yeah, they let me okay, have them that's back. Good. But with That's good. my actual like work, because I'm in a new job, I've been kind of, I'm still in the adjusting period to actually yeah. understanding what I'm doing and what I'm supposed to be doing. So the holiday was like a good timing because it's like I can go away, take a break and then come back a bit refreshed and like ready. But yeah. I've just, I've been like doing this job, still not 100% sure what I'm doing. But at the same time, my team are, are lovely and helping me through. But like it all of a sudden, like from that week to having a really awful time to now, I'm just feeling really upbeat. Like I've had such a good few. Oh, that's like, good though. Like this week and the week before was that's nice. Lovely. Like I went to an away day at work and I made so many friends or so many acquaintances. Everyone is so, so lovely good. from across the organization. Like it was so nice. Yeah. And then um, I think it was because like at, at first I was a bit because a lot of the people that I work with day to day they're definitely all very middle class and they do mm-hmm. things like they go to the opera and they they do like a lot of middle class activities which yeah I, I can vibe with I can be like oh that's cool but like I was kind of feeling like I don't really fit in use a lot of like jet setters you're always traveling mm-hmm. here there to your parents homes in other countries and I, I didn't yeah. feel like I fit in but then I met with all of these people at the event I was like oh there are some people that like have similar backgrounds to me and like like similar music to <laughs> me so it's just really nice when that happens um yeah but yeah I'm feeling good right now that's good that's good yeah yeah I'm happy I'm glad that you're that you've had like an upbeat kind of mm. following weeks after that experience yeah um, yeah because that time was just horrible like it was that and then just other things I was feeling down about obviously like I spoke about before my, like one of my childhood friends passed away and that that's mm. I didn't realize it was still playing on my mind a lot like of but course, I do think of her every single day still and I probably yeah. will for a long time but it's like you don't yeah. realize that that does take a toll on you a little bit when you feel definitely yeah so like down about things but yeah yeah, and it really drains you as well yeah yeah and sometimes it's like you feel like there's something wrong but you can't really put Mm -hmm. a finger on what it is and I think it's just the shock like the shock um, takes it out of you yeah yeah it's all like part of the grieving process and like you don't even realise that that's what it is but Mm. it's like yeah it's it's hard definitely hard to navigate through and it's hard to know to put a finger on why you're feeling down yeah yeah um really strange yeah yeah yeah, that's me um so what Mm. you had an update to talk about oh oh yeah so sorry (laughs) yeah so like with this move and everything like i mean i see i feel like my my week last week was just stress no the past two weeks have just been stress Mm. and as well I'm just feeling a bit like low because I feel like I'm not really doing much at work I feel like I'm not really producing much work but then as well I'm feeling like well my manager could give me Mm. more work kind of thing and and I feel like we go away we do like a little session together we go away and I'm meant to be working on it and then I'm just kind of like 
but what the fuck am I meant to be doing? Mm. Like what? I don't yeah. really, you know? And then as well, and it's just like, I keep getting told, oh yeah, you should ask questions, you should reach out, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, okay, cool. I can reach out, but there's no point in me reaching out when we just went over this. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? We're gonna, I'm gonna reach out and we're just gonna still be in the same position kind mm. of thing. And yeah, so that's how I'm feeling at the moment with work. Um, yeah, just a and, bit confusing. Yeah, it's just it's just a bit like I'm not really doing anything. I would like to be doing something because mm. it doesn't make me it doesn't make me feel good feeling like I'm not doing anything. Like I'm not I'm not someone to sit around and to enjoy doing that. Like I want to be making a difference. I want to be mm. contributing, and that's yeah. something that's like I've been coming to terms with because all with this whole move and stuff. While it's been okay because I've been able to kind of just sort out my room and mm. like I was waking up at like 5am to build a wardrobe and mm. stuff like that and then also carrying on with it in my lunch break then waking up the next morning to continue building shit mm. like that's literally what my week was last week um, anyway but like yeah so this is something that I wanted to touch on about how like just about with this whole moving situation, mm. I've just noticed how misogyny is just taking place. Mm. Like, and just the fact that, okay, so for example, with my wardrobe, my, um, so my uncle and auntie helped us move in. So I've moved in with my younger cousin. Um, so they helped us move in and which was like, so nice really helpful mm. then my landlord said that they didn't want to provide me with a with a wardrobe which like was really annoying because mm. if they just told me sooner then I could have got it delivered and all of this stuff but yeah now yeah. like the wardrobe was out of, was out of stock for ages like the week the previous week mm. then it came in stock the week um the week we viewed the place and yeah. then it was almost out of stock when and you could only go and collect it from mm. Ikea instead of being able to order for collection and stuff you could only go around the shop and get it that way yeah um, yeah so that was like that was quite annoying yeah that so is annoying so literally on on the Monday we are moving all our stuff in and then I had to, we had to then me, my auntie and uncle had to come back out to go pick up a, pick up the wardrobe mm. and then um, and then we had to go back to their house to get this, the rest of our stuff Mm. and it just felt like and then so my cousin managed to kind of get all of her room ready and she managed and she pretty much put most things away in the kitchen and stuff like that well pretty much everything um which was good um but then it was just like it's like it's been a colossal pain just trying to get my room ready Mm. and then I was just overthinking the position I wanted my bed and like and just stuff like that and I was just getting a bit overwhelmed and a bit upset Mm -hmm. about it because like, I just want my room to look a particular way. I want it to be nice. I want to feel like I'm in an adult bedroom, not that I'm not that I'm in like a uni accommodation and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like all of these silly things, but then it's all kind of weighing on me. But like something mm. that was said, so like my uncle was basically saying about how, oh yeah, you won't be able to put that wardrobe up yourself. You should wait, wait for me and I'll put up mm. the wardrobe. And I'm thinking like, why would we wait for you to put up the wardrobe? Like that <laughs> doesn't make no sense. Like at the end of the day, it's IKEA. Yeah. Once it's yeah. once it's up here, once it's up in our flat, we can slide it around. We can put up the damn thing. Yeah. And literally, as soon as um, 
So like Tuesday morning, I had to put my bed mm. <laughs> and I slept on a blow up bed on Monday night in the kitchen. <laughs> so Tuesday morning, I put up my bed um, and something else that was mentioned. So my older cousin, he um, rolled up my mattress and secured mm. it with these like kind of bungee cords kind of thing. Yeah. And he'd said to me, oh, let make sure uncle and does it so you don't hurt yourself kind of thing because it's got these clips mm. and I was like thinking like yeah but I need to sleep on my bed so I can't be waiting around for yeah. my uncle to come and unroll the fucking mattress like why is that mm-hmm. an issue and literally the thing had like hooks so I'm, I'm kind of it had like hooks that were hooked together so I could undo the hooks easy mm. you know so it's just like why are you telling me things yeah, and I, I just it's like undermining it, so, a little bit because you're not yeah. like a child, you're a woman. Um Literally. and I think they were probably but, thinking there's no harm in they probably thought they were being a bit chivalrous and like um Well the thing is though, okay gentlemanly. So here's the problem. Here's the problem, yeah. So mm. okay, all well and good, cool. You're telling me to be careful and they probably do see us as children because they're um like obviously it's my uncle and then my my eldest cousin, you know, yeah. like you know, forty plus. You know, yeah. <laughs> so they're they they're looking they're looking at us. They're probably looking at us as kids still, anyway. Mm. Which fine, fair enough. So there was an issue with um my cousin who I'm living with. She mm. wants that she wants her TVs mounted on the walls. Mm. And we'd asked my uncle, oh, would you be able to do it? Blah blah blah. And he was like, yeah yeah yeah. And he said that he would come. He could come in the week and do it. To them, which then changed to, oh no. I can't come today. Um, I'll I'll do it on Saturday. Mm. And bear in mind, it, it was my cousin's birthday on Saturday. So, and she's going to be having all her friends around, stuff mm. like that. And I know for her, on her part, she just wants everything done. She just wants the place being normal. And I get it because it's like, why should we be waiting around for the place to be livable to the standard that we want to live in? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why should we be waiting around for that we shouldn't have to have especially as women we shouldn't have to have our life on hold because men don't want to help us do you know what I mean like because we have even, to wait on men's timing I remember when I moved out and like my, my parents were great they were really great but because they they only have a small car it was like a back and forth thing of moving moving belongings yeah. and it was fine to begin with but it got to the point where it's like parents I don't have some of my essential belongings and I can't come up yeah. and down on the train and if you're if you're going to help with the moving out process I'd rather us have just bashed it all out at once rather, rather than months yeah. and months go I on demand. and I still don't have all of my things and still now like yeah. my, my car is at home and I put it on webuyanycar.com was booked in for a meeting and then my mum was like oh like actually your uncle wants to buy it so I was like okay right okay. let me just take it off we buy any car and then Where's she's the money? Like I don't have the money yet. She hasn't spoken to him. She every every time I see her, I remind her. I'm like, have you spoken to Uncle? And then she was like, oh, I'll give you his number. And I was like, but Mum, you said you, you're talking no. to him. Like yeah. you're already com- conversing with him about my car. So like, can you not just talk to him while he's just round because he comes out. around every few weeks and just sort it out? And it's just like it's such a chore. So like relying on other people can be so hard, especially if they're busy and they've got so much on. It's like I'm never going to get anywhere if I'm relying on people all the time. Exactly, and just like so this whole situation was just reminding me of just it was just making me think of how just like how patriarchy is like just Mm. how we we do live in a in a in a what is it patriarchal how do I say it society yeah patriarchal society (laughs) literally and 
and especially just with this whole thing of mounting the TVs on the wall, it was this, and like it was like this whole palaver. Yeah, why, and it was, and I was just thinking, why can't we do it? Like, what what is the issue? Mm-hmm. And because the thing is, I've got big boy tools. Like, I've got a proper drill. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've got a proper tool set and everything. Like, I had a whole saw, I had a whole workbench, all of this stuff, which I've just given to my older cousin now anyway, because mm-hmm. it's like oh, I'm not doing that stuff anymore. But yeah. I have big boy tool, big boy tools. Like, why can't we do it? You know, yeah. what's the yeah. issue? And it's and not I hard, just felt it's like, just logics. Like if you can put an owl in here, I mean, or you can hit this, then it's fixed. Like, at the end of the day, if you're following the instructions, what's the difference? Exactly. And I was just I was just thinking like, if they were talking to kind of boys, mm. and if like, if one of my male cousins asked them, oh, could you help me put up a TV? That mm. would come that day. Do you know what I mean? And it would be like a bonding mm. session, you know? Yeah, yeah. But like, oh but then it's like oh we're asking oh could you help us do this we need to wait on their timing Mm -hmm. and this whole thing is just so irritating because it just reminds me like just how you know like this whole kind of back and forth with men like you ask them to do something uh, but they you have to wait on their time yeah and like and but and how there was a time where women couldn't do anything until men were ready to let women do it mm. you know like couldn't couldn't take money out of the bank and stuff like that and it's the same thing with putting up furniture putting a tv on the damn wall we have to wait mm. until men can come and do it for us but why why do we have to wait for that and why are we still yeah. in the society where we've been told oh yeah wait for me to do it why why can't you come and be like oh um here's a youtube video or oh let me facetime you why isn't it that why is it that you have to come and do it for me and mm-hmm. it's the same situation with um Sorry for ranting, but the, just one last thing. Like I asked my eldest cousin um, if he would help me make a pallet table. So like I had this idea that I wanted a coffee table and I wanted mm. to make one. And But the thing was that I first showed him the tables being like, oh, do you reckon I could make this? Mm. Okay, keyword I. <laughs> do you reckon <laughs> I could make this? And he was like, oh yeah, yeah, we'd be able to do that, blah, blah, blah. And then it turned into we, and I was like, oh no, I just wanted to know where I can get the pallets from. Mm. And he was like, oh yeah, I've got loads, I've got loads of pallets, blah, blah, blah. I'll help you. So he was getting the pallets for me and whatever. And bear in mind, this is when I first moved to London, which was almost four years ago. Just bear that Mm. in mind. That I asked for this table. Anyway, all the time I'm coming over, he's always really busy. You know, he's married. His wife is always getting him to do Mm. stuff. He had lots of stuff to do on his house, all of this stuff, all the time, you know. Just, just how married lives work. So we never got round to it, mm. and I thought I was then. Then they, then they had their first baby. So then I'm like, mm. well, I'm never getting this table them. now. Yeah. <laughs> but then, they, but then they, he kept saying, no, 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 I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And it was like, how comes it's come to now? You're going to make it when I just wanted a bit of help. Like I mm. just asked you if you could help me. You know, I didn't ask you to make it for me. I asked if you could help me. And I went and bought legs for this mm. table, those hair, the hairpin black kind of legs, mm. the U-shaped ones. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good description for you guys. But um, <laughs> yeah, and I bought legs for it and everything to think, oh, maybe this will just kind of spur him on now that since he wants to mm. make it by himself. And like, okay, yeah, for like almost four years later, I don't have no pallet table. Mm. Um, I went without, I went like a good two and a half years without a table until I no three years without a table until I stole the one from home because my dad went and 
um, I stole a bamboo one from home because my dad put it outside. So I was just like, <laughs> well, I need a table. So let me take it. Yeah. But you can't mix family just... and business or family Literally, and but it's just so annoying. anything like that. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't ask him to make it for me in the first place. I asked if he reckoned I could make it. Mm. And it's just, and just stuff like that. But then it turned into, I'm waiting on his timing. Four years later, where mm-hmm. are my where are my table legs, mate? Yeah, I paid I paid money for those table legs. I went and sourced them, and I paid I paid about six quid. So where am I? Where are my damn table legs? Nowhere to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's what I want to know. And it's just, yeah, just I can't believe we're still we're still living in a world where men don't realize that they're holding up um, patriarchy, and mm. that well they don't realize it because they're just so used to doing it and Mm. it's just disgusting i was gonna say it's sad but it's not sad it's fucking disgusting stop it (laughs) just stop it like if we ask you for help just come help if you can't make it just say so stop promising Mm. it so it's like we have to wait on you like just Mm. say you can't do it just say you're not available just say that you're busy like at the end of the day we understand you've got you got you got a whole family. You got two children that you're looking after, both mm-hmm. through both under three. So like, we can understand if you can't do it, just say so. None of mm-hmm. this. Oh, let me see. Or oh, I'll do this. Like, you don't have to be trying to be Superman, trying to do everything. When I can come and do it myself, you know. Yeah, and when you're capable. So. Mm. Oh well. Yeah. Um. So I guess we've got a lot of news. <laughs> There's a lot um, of news which I have not been keeping up with personally. Yeah, just because I've of been... this whole situation that I've had. Okay, in the past two I've got, weeks, but, I've got um, a lot yeah. to inform Deanna's you. Deanna's going to fill us all in. <laughs> yeah. So there's like let's start. And with I'm going to sad... sound effects. Yeah, let's start with the sad stuff. So uh, okay. this is like UK based stuff. So there is a girl. Her name's Kayan. Uh, Kayan. Kayon, I, I thought it, K-A-Y-O-N. I thought it's Canyon, but there's no N. Um, Kayon Williams. Kayon, maybe. Um, but unfortunately, um, her body was found missing. Her, her body was found. Aww. She was missing for a while. Her body was found in the River Thames um, following a search for her. Um, and she's like 24-year-old black girl, woman. And... Um, the police are saying that her disappearance isn't suspicious and Sorry. a lot of people online are talking about how or, or her the way that her body found wasn't suspicious but a lot of people are saying uh-huh. when black people are found in water and in rivers and that in is suspicious. lakes it's never ever suspicious because we've seen this time and time but, again in the UK but it's weird though because the thing is it is suspicious because black people don't be swimming in the UK no no like I'm so you in the Thames in that dusty river I don't think it's just yeah I just find that really bizarre because there's um, that girl Blessing whose body was found I think it was in Kent by the beach yeah in the sea that wasn't suspicious yeah and then there was that but she was killed wasn't she yeah yeah and then there was someone else there was was there who I forgot his name but the guy that he went to G.A.Y. Embankment and then his body was found in the Thames mixed race boy um, his body was found oh in the Thames this year he was missing for oh a while and it's just like every, people's bodies are being found in water and it's never suspicious and I just find that but, suspicious in itself yeah, but 
yes it is because exactly that is suspicious in itself mm. because why is it not suspicious that they're in an environment that they wouldn't usually be in like usually they'd be in their homes not doing up swimming yeah. at random times in the year you know like, it's just it's so weird like the amount of people that are dying in the Thames like, I'm just thinking about it now because there was that man a few weeks ago that was ha- allegedly had a screwdriver and police were, were mm-hmm. like threatening to arrest him then he jumped in the Thames and he died he didn't have a screwdriver and then a few years ago do you remember that guy who jumped in at London Bridge he was a young black um, male to, to save, save someone yeah, yeah like it's it's very common you don't hear about white people it's like, being found in the Thames very often no but the person who I think was it I think it was a woman who he went to save I think she mm. was white but like yeah, the thing yeah. is though um because these news well the thing is these news stories come up and I, I know that the that the police are treating it as not suspicious but mm-hmm. it is suspicious if she was reported missing. Like I feel like the whole them trying to say it's not suspicious is them trying to allude to um, uh, taking their own life. Yeah, but same. It's like, but I think that, but the thing is though, and just so they don't have to investigate. But mm-hmm. when the families push for investigation because there's okay, if there's no no, if there's no signs of that before, like mm. then it is suspicious but like the Thames the Thames is so dirty as well and I think like the impact of actually hitting that water hitting the water is quite dangerous also Mm. you don't know what is in that river um and also I think with the Thames like with the water in the UK in general it's so cold even Mm. when it's a hot day the shock can like mm. the shock of be kind of submerging yourself in such a cold temperature when you yeah. haven't when you don't have the right equipment and stuff that that's enough that it can like take that that could take your like well put you into shock which will kind of like mm. which could aid in um in in their death which yeah. is like very sad and there's a current as well in there that's so strong that like yes, you don't exactly. even see ducks really in the Thames because the current is so strong that you, well, like it's, it's such quite a big a, river yeah it's so big there's so many boats sometimes they close the so barriers nasty. sometimes they open them like it, it's just yeah it, you don't want to go swimming in the Thames ever no you can't well no no like I mean like people go on the little <clears throat> beaches what they call beaches yeah, there's like, one of them near me, a little beach. Yeah, but you can't like, um, you can't jump in from the bridge, and as well, those bridges, you you miss you misjudge how high they are, and that's yeah. another thing. The bridges are mm. so high before you so hit high. the water. So yeah, um, yeah. So jumping from a bridge to the Thames, that's it's very high up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there's, crazy. But R. there's R. another um, sad. Her body was found, wasn't it? R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there's another sad incident as well um it's involving a black boy his name was um Dejon Reed um and this mm. is really sad because he was killed by um he was stabbed to death by a 14 year old oh. white boy oh in Birmingham um oh I think oh I think I heard of this I heard of this yeah and he was hunted down by a group shouting racial slurs and um Mm-mm. was attacked with a knife and a 15 year old has now been convicted of manslaughter and four were acquitted of murder and it's like when people say that that oh racism will die out when the older generation dies it's Mm, no it's not real it's not 
that's not Mm-mm. how it's going to work because white supremacy is embedded into every single system and into the mm. way that white parents speak to their white children and yeah. speak about um, black people, Asian people, etc. So it's just heartbreaking to hear like children are killing children because of their skin That's color. Disgusting. Like disgusting. Mm. That is disgusting. Oh. But yeah, That's so um, sad. That's so sad. To rest in peace to both of them because. Yeah. Yeah, it's not what you like to hear, but I feel like we need to like raise awareness about these things and I mean, we can't stop talking about them. We definitely need to raise <laughs> awareness about kind of like, especially when it's racially motivated yeah. and it's kids. And as well, like, cause obviously I'm, I'm from near Birmingham. I've got a lot of family mm-hmm. from Birmingham as well. It's just like, okay. Cause people think that racism only exists up North, but that's mm. not, well, it's not true for one. But the thing is, like, Birmingham has... Birmingham is such a diverse city. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, the fact that you've got people hunting... Hunting a black... Like, no, the fact that you've got children hunting down a black boy to kill mm-hmm. to kill them? No. Yeah. That's, that's disgusting. Like, there's a problem with the whole of this UK. Mm-hmm. It is just, like, unthinkable. Um, mm-hmm. The same really year that nice. they tried to... The, they tried to pass a bill saying that the UK isn't racist. Yeah. This is the same, this is the same year, guys. <laughs> nah, no, not yeah. having that. So sad. Um, but another thing, um, the, the Met Police has been placed into an advanced stage of monitoring in which the home okay. which the home secretary Priti Patel has described as special measures um, recently the force has been hit by a series of scandals including the murder of Sarah Everard the strip search of child Q and officers being caught exchanging offensive messages only recently mm. yeah and then <laughs> Cressida Dick also quitting so a lot has been going on I guess recently or a lot has been brought to light because of social media because we're more collected in our anger I think we we, we can go and protest yeah. together and we can shout about things um, mm-hmm. so they've been put into special measures um, but what is going to be what is going to be changing what are they going to do really I don't know I really don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing like they they what but the thing is with this stupid government they love to say all this shit yeah we're gonna put the police we're gonna put the met into special measures but what does that entail mm. what what oh. are these special measures <clears throat> so what, what are you actually gonna do is that another government department um have put out a statement and said we, uh, we can confirm that we are now monitoring the Met Police Service through our Engage process which provides additional scrutiny and support to help it make improvements so it's Her Majesty's government so that you're putting are them investigating on a is this like diversity, a and, uh, diversity and inclusion that's what they're doing well they're giving them support so probably that and then additional scrutiny I don't know what that will look like but this is from Her Majesty Inspectorate of Constabulary Constabulary how the fuck do you say that word and Fire and Rescue Services so it's another government department is that just mm. like so over COVID after George Floyd and then every every workplace had to start doing diversity and inclusion training that's what that yeah. sounds like. That that bullshit. Nothing is changed. What special engage and support program? Can you engage and support with the public against the Met Police, please? <laughs> Honestly, it's just like they're, they're constantly saying reform, 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 but you're never reforming but the anything. Reform? You're not doing nothing. Yeah. 
Like just abolish. It's the same, if not worse. Abolish There's worse and things put going something on. new. Yeah. Nah, I can't. Nah, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm of this tired. I'm tired well. of that. That pretty. <laughs> but then I guess government news, which you haven't spoken about yet. Boris Johnson yeah. is gone. He's gone. Whoop, whoop. I feel we like we all manifested that. We did, and but I'm actually quite surprised. But I think the I think the reason isn't the reason he's going. This is just from passing by because of a an affair with someone young. What? From but from previously from a few years ago, and I feel like it's recently come out. There was an intern who I think she was about like 17 or something. And um, Boris Johnson, um, he tried to put her up for a role. Yeah, that um, was the American girl, weren't it? She was American, I think, or Canadian. I don't know. I think it's a new one. I think it's a different one. Oh dear. Uh, but I heard, I heard this, I heard this last week, I think. Um, but like, I'm gonna just say allegedly, and don't quote me on this because, like, last week was all up and down, and I was, I heard things, but I didn't get the proper details. But mm. like, yeah, he was putting um, a girl up for a role, I think, and she was quite young. And then um, the, I can't remember what secretary or what person pushed against it and said no, and he basically said because. His relation, Boris Johnson's relationship with her was a bit, um, seemed a bit too familiar. That's what uh. they said. And um, yeah, and I think that was coming, that was, that was going to be coming out to light. And that's, and that's kind of like the main, well, no, that's kind of what has now made him, okay, he mm. has to resign now. <laughs> he oh cannot gosh. keep going. Um, that, but well, allegedly, but like, no, there was definitely something that came out recently about and well, there was, about an intern, and he was trying to get someone get her a, a job. Though that was that was that I actually heard def- for definite. Well, there was an incident that was spoken about a lot last week. This MP called Chris Pincher, and he mm. um, he basically Boris put him up years ago for a high up like ministerial role, and. Mm-hmm. Boris hired him <clears throat> sorry and then he an investigation happened which actually no there were claims and allegations that this man was sexually assaulting people Boris mm-hmm. knew about these claims but he did nothing about it even though Boris and other ministers had the nickname for him pincher by name pincher by nature because he was known to touch, That's touch people and what's recently come out is that he actually um, assaulted a man or a boy I think it might be a man mm. um like sexually assaulted a man and everyone was talking about it and then people were saying well Boris knew about this all along and Boris tried to lie and he said well I didn't know about the claims I didn't know about the claims I didn't know Mm-mm. and then it came out that he had to apologise like last week for actually lying because he did know about the claims and of course he didn't take them seriously so of yeah course. Um, that but was a, a lot of the conversation last week it's not even like about taking the claims seriously it's just the fact that he don't give a shit and yeah, he he's shown he doesn't give a shit the mm-hmm. past how many years has he been in government too long yeah too long <laughs> I mean like from him killing people in covid from him going and just breaking the law, his own laws that he put from COVID. It's crazy that it's now that he has to resign. 
He was even mm-hmm. trying to hold on after the, what was it? The no confidence vote. And like he narrowly, narrowly won. It was very mm-hmm. half and half. And which when I was um, watching Navira media videos, like they said, mm. no politician, like he's going, they were saying that he's got, he'll probably be on his way out soon because no politician can actually survive that. Even if yeah, they did no win. Yeah. Yeah, like they there's there's no politician can actually survive it, which is crazy. And then here you go, a few a few weeks later. But like the guy, the way that guy has tried to hold on to this job, but the thing is though, like what's just so annoying with these politicians and these ex prime ministers, yeah, is that they hold on to the job for as long as they want, then they'll resign. And but they it's because they've gone and made sure that they've secured their next job and their next paycheck where they're making how much more than what they were getting as prime minister and it's just like it makes me feel sick you can literally just rebrand like what matt hancock's done he's rebranded wearing his role next going on podcasts on Stephen bartlett's podcast yeah and on loose women the next next it's easy for them and they're still making money don't really face any consequences from their actions like no. Boris Johnson was an enabler in a situation there where someone was sexually assaulted no sort of consequences no consequences for anything mm-hmm. just purely down to the fact that he's a rich white man and he's he's at the top of the hierarchy that no one can drag mm-hmm. him down and this is what we say when like cancel culture it's not actually real because you, you can't cancel the most powerful people cancel no. where like where where will they go they'll cancel, just go and work with their yeah, other rich you. friends what is yeah. cancel it's not it's not a thing it's not real people just try and cancel nah. black women and then that's it and black people <laughs> literally um, that's yeah exactly yeah and when it's anyone it's, else it's anyway. like be kind be kind oh the the like, woke warriors are yeah. out <laughs> oh it's just like shut the fuck up man yeah but nah, like yeah just Boris Johnson thank you um, for finally resigning, we don't want to see the back of you. But can you please take this conservative government with you, please? Because we no. do not want them. <laughs> well, what's we don't want any next? of them. There's, I think the the people that are like at the top for that will potentially become next prime minister is Rishi and um, Penny Mordaunt and Liz Truss. And they're not really looking like like it's quite funny because Rishi, his his like family are billionaires, and it's just unethical mm-hmm. to have a prime minister that's a billionaire, in my opinion, because it's like so you're saying that we need to keep cutting back, <laughs> at, but your wife is a princess, but, but you pay fifteen grand a year to heat your swimming pools across the uh, across the, the world, like mm-hmm. no. That will not work these days. I don't think maybe the party will vote for him, but his popularity won't won't stand strong. Um, and then no. there's Liz Truss who just chats and chats and chats and doesn't make any sense. And she she literally, I've watched her talk and it's like, but what are you trying to say? You talk and talk and talk and say the words, but you're not saying anything. And apparently she's not very popular as well. Well, she's popular with some Tories, but then other Tories really don't like her. So, and Labour don't like her. So it's going to be a bit of an embarrassment okay. if she gets in because she'll, she'll disappoint a lot of people. Uh, and then there's Penny who serves the looks of the the, the Tory cabinet but she said a lot of like anti-transgender things in the past few weeks oh my God. and her, she put weeks. out a promotion video 
yeah, in the last few weeks because she used to be pro-transgender rights, but because she knows that's unpopular with the Tory party, she's retracted a lot of the things that she what said. She, she's fuck? now speaking. I know it's mad. She's speaking up against... Um, like she's saying it's unfair it's an unfair advantage if transgender people are in sports races against like cisgender people and stuff like that like the stupid things that people talk about that like make no sense like they, they try and back everything up by using biology biology that was initially put in a book and put together by white white cis men do you know what I mean like they, they just back things that their ancestors were a part of like making um but yeah, she's in her promotional video. She also had a video of Oscar Pistorius in a race. <laughs> the guy that murdered his wife and For like the PR what? team. It was about like sports and bringing anything? people together. I don't know what's going on with her. I really don't like, but she doesn't I don't know. sound like she's well. I don't think she's fit for office, to be honest. I don't think any of them are. Like, that's what I'm saying. They're Definitely all, they're none all... of them are. Like I saw, I saw a post where they were saying about, oh, um, this about oh this year, oh, oh the oh the people who are going to be next in line for prime minister are there's so many people of color. The, yeah, I they think, were, I think, and some of them got yeah, knocked out. But it's just like. It's That's, not something to look, be proud that, that, of. Don't, that, no, we're not proud. We're not, and we're not proud of diversity in this point because all those people of colour believe that racism don't exist. All these people <laughs> of colour probably are rich and that's why they're getting further further ahead in life. All these people of colour, they are all like, they're all gatekeepers and are against other people of colour. Like, nah, this is not something that we want to be happy yeah. about because they're the and first they're- ones to turn on other people of colour. Yeah, yeah. And they're the ones as well that um, they, they're they just there because they're people of colour as well. So they're, they're happy being yeah. the tokens and not they, uplifting anyone with them. They're happy to tick the box for themselves and gatekeep so no one else yeah. gets in there. And I saw someone say something like, um, we need to stop saying we want representation from people that look like us and change it to yeah. we want representation to people that um, are at the same when we look at the structural hierarchy when it comes to like class race all the intersectional things mm-hmm. we want we want people that represent everything in one as in we want we want someone that represents us on a structural level rather than on a, a physical like representation level which is true because mm-hmm. it's like oh like yes Kemi that um, woman that's running for MP she's a black woman but her opinions don't represent yeah with her raggedy braids her (laughs) opinions don't represent um, the Mm. opinions of most black women across the country so Mm. like we can't we can't just be saying oh we want brown faces here brown faces here because that's it's not not going to do anything yeah it's not going to achieve anything can I um, quickly mention something yeah um the BBC uh, talking about a footballer who has been arrested on a rape charge putting up a picture of Raheem Sterling oh yeah I saw that the other day when like, it's not him I mean I didn't I didn't watch the clip properly apparently they apologised straight away blah 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 and because I was turned to this with my family over the weekend but I was just like yeah but the BBC are always are always doing up apologies Okay, and so, well, so what? Like they, they sort, knows, why are they always making mistakes? 
everyone knows what Raheem Sterling looks like now. He's one of the most famous people in the country. Yeah. And everyone knows as well that if you put Raheem Sterling's face on a newspaper and mistake him for someone else or on a news article, you're going to get talked about. So I feel like it's a PR stunt from BBC. They like wine to black people. Exactly, exactly. Like, and why, and why, why is it everyday mistake with the BBC? Like, wh- and why aren't these people? Why have these people not been fired? Why are they still working there? Why are the workers you know so I mean? incompetent that they're making these mistakes? Literally, literally, and it's just like we're tired, and as well, just um. So I was reading this Dr. Shola, who spoke mm. on this, and she just mentioned about how how this is like putting up a picture of a black footballer when you're talking about a footballer who's been arrested arrested for rape allegations it's just kind of then it's just also putting in people's mind that it's a black footballer who has been mm-hmm. arrested who's the one and it's just put, perpetrating this whole idea that black about black men they can't be trusted and stuff like that and it's black men mm-hmm. who are these horrible people and just yeah like yeah. but I just I don't what I don't understand is that why was Raheem Sterling's picture anywhere near like why 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 was it anywhere near the slide deck yeah it's true you know what I mean? and also like you, the BBC they like to talk like you see it with every media outlet why are they talking about this but then they're not talking about for instance when someone one of the Formula 1 drivers called Lewis Hamilton uh, Hamilton a nigger the other day like the, mm. they they like to selectively talk about things and it's like they focus on the things where black people are the perpetrators and they yeah. blow it up which yeah of course this this instance sounds awful uh, a footballer has raped someone but you don't hear them talking about white people that are perpetrators this much yeah or not you're not, you're not hearing not about spotlight i mean we're only just starting to hear about the politicians who have been um, exactly. That should be all over our news. That should literally be yeah. everywhere because it's disgusting. And the fact that Boris Johnson and enabled Boris it. Johnson. It's literally. crazy. Like, I'm tired of. I'm just tired of this. I'm tired of this country. Just the way everything's so biased, and I'm just tired. Yeah, but, so yeah. I. It's just yeah. draining. Um, but yeah, some other stories. Um, Beyonce, this is kind of interesting. I saw this the other day. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is running Me Too checks on producers and artists for her album, her new album, after one of her former collaborators was arrested on sexual assault charges. Oh, wow. So I find this interesting because it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, it seems like it's a good thing to do. And I feel like a lot of celebrities should be doing this. Like, if you work in the film industry, yeah. you should be doing it. If you work in the music industry or any industry, um, yeah, any industry really, you should be doing this. But at the same yeah. time, Beyonce hasn't got a clean slate either. Her and Jay Z, like with the Ivy Park sweatshops and stuff like that, like that they, they haven't, they're not like the the moral. What do you I call mean, it? But the thing is, like, because th- this is the thing when um, when celebrities just put their name on things. Mm. and just like have these clothing brands and stuff like that because it's the same with Savage Fenty there's also been um, like kind of like stuff coming out of that Mm -hmm. like this is the thing when yeah these celebrities they just put their name on something and people will buy the brand and it's just like you guys have no interest in fashion you guys don't understand (laughs) anything about fashion you Mm. guys don't understand about fast fashion you don't understand where the clothing is coming from and who is making it you don't even know any of these things and it's yeah, just like it's so true. 
celebrities just stop putting your name on shit just so you can make money just to stop it it's actually it's not so everyday true. clothing brand because like it's talking... not like well mm. I was just gonna just mention quickly it's not like you know Kanye West Kanye mm-hmm. West is actually really into his clothing Beauty. brands yeah. You know? and, yeah and as well like it's exp- he's selling expensive clothing it's not just random mm-hmm. oh yeah I wanna do sportswear for whatever reason but it's not like it, but it's affordable for everyone. But it's affordable for everyone because it's made in, you know, you don't know where it's coming from, and that's yeah. why it's affordable. And your partner, your partnershiping with the the com- with companies that, like that, do that that that's their practice already. Yeah. And because yeah. because then it's like because then like like what you said, oh, about Beyonce and Jay Z not having a clean slate. At the end of the day, they're just they're just putting their name on something, and like they're not mm-hmm. doing the full research. They're probably just the the prop the big company that kind of oversees all mm. of these things because it's like you know like with Savage Fenty Savage Fenty is also is basically kind of owned by the company that also owns Fabletics kind of mm. thing and you know like they don't look at into those companies properly yeah and actually they- see if it aligns to their views and and then this is just like well okay and I'll, I'll say yeah they have ownership in that sense because it's like you guys haven't researched what you're putting your name on you're just putting your name on anything. And yeah. That's, and yeah, and I think that is an issue because obviously more people are going to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it's interesting, like that they, um, like I guess some crimes you do get more time in prison, and some are seen as like morally worse than others. So like sexual assault mm-hmm. is potentially seen as worse than um, not affording workers their full rights. But at the same time, it's it's a very unethical thing to to be involved in, and. Mm-hmm. Um, also just a separate point about what you said about celebrities just plastering their names on things I was talking to my sister about this yesterday about how everyone and their nans has a skincare range recently a skincare brand and it's like Hayley Bieber has one Laurie Harvey Kim Kardashian Kylie remember when everyone had Um, perfumes yeah yeah this is the new perfumes and the thing is the ranges all look the same Mm -hmm. and I don't know like you don't have to be an enthusiast into in something to start a business, but it's just very mm-hmm. boring now. And apparently, this is like a positive side of it. Selena Gomez, apparently her skincare brand is amazing. Like apparently the products work so well and she's been so involved in all of it from like start to finish. I find that really mm-hmm. interesting. It's like, it's nice to see like when celebrities are actually passionate about what they're doing. Yeah. Rather like than Rihanna just- with Fenty Beauty yeah yeah literally that but then Rihanna started the Fenty skin stuff and she doesn't really promote that as much as the beauty from what I see at least and she also puts like perfumes and things in there that people don't really recommend to Mm -hmm. put on your skin so um yeah it's interesting they have fragrances and some things Mm. but I feel like because I guess okay there's always like a niche yeah yeah like so with Rihanna uh, when it just comes in regards to Fenty Beauty okay she wants to make sure that all girls could have foundation basically yeah and then as well that and as well a lot of her makeup is quite quirky and different you know lots of different mm. colors and just showing all all women can wear any type of makeup which i think and men that, even anyone yeah she, she made it work for everyone yeah and i feel like that that is quite interesting but i feel like because we've you got fenty beauty and then also okay the fenty skin i feel like that links in with the sense of okay you need mm. to take your makeup off and you yeah, need to look after yeah, your skin so then and I feel like that's what that is like coming into okay we, you need to take your makeup off so then let's branch out into skin because the skincare mm-hmm. range 
isn't isn't as big as the beauty range and it's not growing as much as the beauty range which i think yeah is okay in that sense because it's like if you're not like you said it seems like she's not as passionate about that stuff which yeah. okay make, rihanna probably isn't one of the skincare girls but she is a makeup girl apparently mm-hmm. she showed us that she's a makeup girl but um yeah but yeah like though um because i get what you mean with fenty beauty there are like quite a few fra- fragrance things and stuff and i know that mm. she wants but she wanted fra- like the fragrances to kind of remind you of the caribbean and stuff like that mm. um but like again like i i haven't really branched out into fenty skin because i'm like well i can't have fragrances like mm. in my products because just like yeah. I, I have really sensitive skin even though her products are partially sensitive I just can't have no fragrances at all and no yeah in that I, sense I I'm just gonna to. I'm gonna just yeah I'm gonna just t- stick to the chemical brands because I don't really understand what is in Fenty skin and why I'm putting it on my face so yeah I'm just looking at the products now and a lot of them are as you say like you use them to remove your makeup you like there's mm-hmm. glitter stuff for your skin which is kind of makeupy already and there's um this like buffing exfoliator scrub for 54 pounds what is it made Ooh. of like gold <laughs> but yeah interesting interesting and that's the um, thing like because as well i find um from like looking at the skincare pages sorry just because you mm. mentioned the buffing scrub yeah i feel like scrubs are actually um like there's actually no use for scrubs as Not an exfoliator no. because um because you, you're just rubbing off your face and that can cause you to break out and to mm-hmm. have a reaction whereas like chemical exfoliants where you just kind of dab it on is actually mm. better for you because i know that my sister yeah but i think basically with my sister she she likes scrubs where you can scrub your mm. face but that's because like kind of growing up she'd always have a scrub and she feels like the scrub feels like she's washing her face and mm. it feels like oh yeah. she's getting she's getting whatever grime is on her face getting it off mm. but you don't actually need to do that um, you don't need to be that harsh to your to your face kind of thing no but, chemical exfoliators are good like you can get cheap ones these days like you leave it on mm-hmm. for like a few minutes and just rub it off and the next day you wake up and the dead skin on your face and the like pores that are a bit clogged it literally changes it like you, your face is a lot mm. a lot clearer you don't need to go in with like exfoliating mitts and like scrub mm. at your face because it just it hurts as you well just, you're your, your causing, skin's sensitive you're irritating your skin yeah especially if you've got spots and you're just rubbing and rubbing and rubbing like yeah. it, what's your it's favorite not exfoliant help. then I use the ordinary one um, the BHA okay. AHA one um, okay. and it's red it comes out and someone said it looks like dragon's blood and comment oh. on one of my, my videos but um mm. yeah i use that and that really works well i leave it on for 10 minutes and wash it off um and i really like that yeah okay. it's good i use them um, paula's choice oh i really want to try that one that's everyone's yeah. favorite yeah yeah that's what i've been using and i don't use it basically on the on the bottle it says to use twice a day twice I a day use, jesus yeah, i use it um once a week <laughs> yeah and yeah. only at night time because you have to follow with SPF you know like if you're putting mm-hmm. it on in the day and yeah. obviously we're all wearing our SPF in the day regardless but like mm-hmm. yeah so I because I found that I was kind of breaking my skin barrier when I was I was following how they use it but um, yeah but I do I do enjoy it like literally when I have kind of a few breakouts I'll mm. like, literally I'll just put that on the breakouts the next day they're gone that's so like, good 
yeah well pretty pretty much gone like they've gone down or whatever but yeah 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 because it removes all that dead skin that's around it and like the be- mm-hmm. bacteria and stuff as well so and it does it like naturally like without having to, like i've basically i used to just use a cotton pad and and dab it mm. on my face but now even now i'm just putting it on my hands and just dabbing it on my face and then leaving it and then mm. obviously you, you it's like you don't really feel it doing anything but it is making a difference so yeah yeah it's true yeah definitely definitely um would recommend that one mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna get that definitely oh yeah sorry because just because we're on beauty and whatever I'll just yeah oh i finally I, do i even want to say this yeah i'm gonna say it anyway yeah oh, i finally received my um buclem uh shampoo mm. and conditioner basically um buclem reached out to me and asked if um and we're like oh we'd like to gift you our new formula of our shampoo and oh, conditioner and which, so like, I was just like, oh my gosh i was so excited about but it got lost my package oh. just didn't turn up and then um I messaged them last week and then it's come now. So can't wait to wash my hair this weekend. Like, mm, yeah. With your favorite like, mix. Yeah, I need to mix my oils though again so I can actually have a good wash day results. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I do, guys, if you want, like, if you're a curly girl, Buclam, highly recommend it. I absolutely love, like, literally, I've been trying lots of different um, shampoos and conditioners mm. and different products, but Buclam is like my favorite by far. Like, I really love it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, I just love it so much. I just love the color definition. I love that just my hair is just moisturized. Yeah, mm. I just love it so much. I think as well, next time I go to, because um, I've been getting my hair done at the curl bar, um, oh, and I do yeah. have an appointment. Yeah. Yeah, I have an appointment coming up in August. But um and mm. they have Buclem products there, but they always use um they always use a product called Design Essentials on my hair when I go. Because I yeah. think because I've got coily hair. <coughs> mm. But I really just want to ask them if they could use Buclem because it's like just because I love it. You know, why mm-hmm. like I like those products. Could you I just want to see if they could style my hair with those products because I come out of there my hair's nice but it's like my hair looks like it's a braid out when I come out and, and it's the like the bars are expensive isn't it like it's it pretty expensive. pricey yeah and it's just like I come out and my hair looks like it's a braid out which okay cute but I don't particularly like the finish I don't I don't really mm. like it like that and it's like I, I feel like I need to try and keep it like that for a bit like for a few days or so you know because obviously you know, I just got my hair done professionally, yeah. but then it's just like I don't, yeah. I don't particularly like it like that. Yeah, well, they should do if you bring it with you, maybe. Um, well, they have the products all day, so I don't even. Oh, I don't do. bring my own products because they've got the products, and I'm paying for a service. Mm. But I've seen that they've got the products there, and I told them that I do use Buclem, but they always mm-hmm. use Design Essentials on my hair. Mm. But it's like I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm like. I've told them how I like my hair and I come out with my hair looking like a braid out, which is fine. It looks nice, but it's yeah. just not my, I want my hair to be in an afro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I might cancel well, my appointment actually. I'll lose my <laughs> deposit, but it was, it, I booked it so long ago, but I need, my hair needs cutting though. And I don't, I don't trust my sister to cut it. Even though she's a hairdresser, that's so funny. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm going home next week. Let me see if she'll cut it next week, then I'll cancel my appointment. Mm. But, yeah. (laughs) Um, Not that I don't trust my sister with cutting my hair. I trust her completely. 
I don't trust her to actually do it and to want to do it because sometimes she doesn't want to do it basically mm. that's what it is and just having do the time her? to do it do I pay her? no yeah. she's doing it she's doing it in her bedroom <laughs> and not she's, not washing, she's not washing yeah. my hair for me if she was going to wash and do everything then yeah but she ain't mm. she's just giving me a trim so yeah um, okay so another celebrity thing you might have seen this already. Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, is sentenced to house arrest for failing to register as a sex offender. House Nikki, arresting. why must you embarrass yourself over and over and over again? Oh, it's it's such a shame. Like it's honestly such a shame that she makes these poor decisions all of the time. Um but yeah, it says Nicki Minaj previously defended her husband who is serving a year of home detention after failing to register as a sex offender following a rape conviction in 1995. He previously served jail time for the crime. So it's like he's going to be home for a whole year while this, like, Nikki is going to be out. So wait, 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 wait. What I'm confused about, so um, the assault, the rape happened in 95. Mm. So that's, that's, almost 27 years ago okay so that yeah. happened oh no 27 years ago um okay so that happened in 95 but they mm-hmm. and they but they want him to register as a sex offender now is that just because he's now in the public eye what is it no I think he moved like wherever you move as a sex offender you need to register you on the sex offender register. list on the area yeah okay. like regardless I think you stay on the list for life I'm not 100% yeah. sure maybe it, it's okay. different but, okay. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so obviously I understand. Like, okay, and now he has to have a year's house arrest mm-hmm. because he hasn't registered. Yeah, when he and moved, he, okay. he was no. Basically, what happened? He didn't register, and then they fined him, and the fine was only forty six grand. And now, because he didn't pay the fine, he's now having to be on house arrest. So he chose. Why don't you just pay the fine, man? Nicky I don't think he's gonna now. So, how I don't sad. know why they're acting like. I don't know why they're acting like they're not. Like at the end of the day, you're in the wrong. Like you shouldn't have raped someone. Yeah, it's ago. true. You shouldn't have done that. Like mm-hmm. I know that. Okay, fine. Nicki Minaj is in love with you. She could look past that. Um, you know, like, and we hope that that is not your character now. Um, but yeah, she could. She can look past it, but at the end of the day you did what you did you served your time so now you need to keep registering as a sex offender the end <laughs> yeah yeah Nicki you know, Minaj posted that's, something that's in, in 2018 she said he was 15 and she was 16 in a relationship but go off internet y'all can't ruin my life y'all can't even oh you can't y'all can't run my life y'all can't even run your own what the hell what <laughs> people are, just like, are concerned <laughs> I mean okay because like they could obviously we don't know we I don't know them we don't we don't know them and we know what it's like in America we and you know we're trying to just get black black boys in jail and whatever you know however if that's his life now that's his life now just mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day he's still he's still married to you Nicki Minaj he's still got like you're still you still have his children you know he's still yeah. living a good life I'm <clears throat> sure the house arrest won't be that bad for for him but yeah, like, especially if you live, you have a swimming pool and like probably a movie yeah. room and but like I just feel like beautiful views. 
I think what's what is embarrassing is just the whole like Nicki Minaj defending him all the time. Like, just mm-hmm. don't speak. Like, have your opinion, keep it in your household, but don't be speaking. Yeah. I like, agree Because at the end it's of the day Is his life going to be changing that much Because he hasn't registered as a, as a sex offender No because he's mm. married to He's married to Nicki Minaj So what's what's the issue with just registering There isn't Because he's still got all the opportunities That he needs anyway mm-hmm. Like he ain't going to be He ain't going to be trying to work in a school tomorrow So what's the issue <laughs> Like what's the issue with, with registering There isn't one Yeah you know that yeah. they're gonna be like, oh, the police aren't gonna be thinking, oh, we don't want, uh, oh yeah, sex. Like people aren't gonna be looking at the sex offender list to see who's living in that area because at the end of the day, they're living in rich areas because they're rich. Like, ain't no one gonna be checking if they're a sex offender living there because they're fucking rich, and, the, and most rich people are sex offenders as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, I I don't understand what their point is of him not registering, like. I feel like I might I okay like if me just sympathizing like mm-hmm. I can sympathize with the whole thing like oh maybe he's just tired and like you know with, tired of registering it's been 27 years and like you know he, maybe with what Nikki Nikki said oh she mm. was 16 he was 15 and they were in a relationship well, I mean you can still be raped if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. but um yeah, like they're they're kind of they're kind of making out it's he said she said kind of thing, but so okay I can get it like oh you just don't want that on your on you all the time for you know it's been twenty seven years however like that's just your life but it ain't stopped you getting the opportunities you've got you've married Nicki Minaj so they're yeah. married right yeah I think so yeah. Yeah, I think it's, okay. yeah, it's her husband. Yeah, yeah. You, you're married to Nicki Minaj. Like, you registered as a sex offender. What is it going to do? Because it doesn't stop you from having your own kids anyway. What's the problem? Yeah, it's true. Like, mm. yeah. What's the issue? Mm-hmm. And ain't no one going to be checking about you being a sex offender with your rich house anyway. Like, no one's going to, no one's going to give a shit. Like, people no. will choose who their children want to be around, and they'll if they choose that your that your children are around you, then. Yeah, that's the, yeah that's down to the parents discretion like what is the issue but yeah true um right so the next story you're gonna be shocked at this so do you know the okay. rapper blue face no he sings bust down tatiana i want to see your oh, bust out okay. that guy yeah so that's that that's like, I don't know what like yeah like you don't really need to know for this story okay. bust down tatiana Oh right, 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 right. So she she didn't have she had a missing tooth from the front of her teeth. Not sure okay. what happened. She had a missing tooth. She then got a veneer put in, and then he said that since she she's got the veneer put in, she's been acting up and she's not reliable enough. Um, <laughs> and he's shouting because now uh, she's elevated herself by not having a tooth missing anymore. Yeah, but then she got it removed again because he he said, "I want you to remove the tooth," and she removed what? it. And she's not even like you know in abuse situations, you'd assume here that she'd be kind of shy and you know be like when you think of someone that's being manipulated, you think that they're shy. But this girl, she's on Instagram like posing with her tooth, like saying, "I did it for my daddy" and all of this stuff. Like nah. she's she's like an, uh, like one of those girls, well, and then. You- she got Fair another tooth put in, but it had his face on it. 
So she's oh, now that. got a veneer. I saw with that his... picture. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> she's got a veneer with his face on it. <laughs> Is does he is he happy with that now? Yeah, and now they're back together. I think I think it was an up and down thing, but oh, I'm just I I'm shocked. I I literally have nothing to say. <laughs> I do, I just wanted to touch on your comment because uh, we were talking about this earlier as well, just about yeah. um kind of like thinking about the type of people who'd be in abusive situations. We don't we don't mm. know the the the. We don't know the extent of yeah, um, this true. relationship with Blueface and his girlfriend. Cause, mm-hmm. um, but like, I feel like anyone can be in any type of manipulative kind of situation yeah. where, especially like in an age where men are always constantly gaslighting. And mm-hmm. also like, we just live in this incel culture right now. Like mm-hmm. this incel culture is just growing at the moment, which, you know what guys check out our love island episode because we are going to be chatting about that mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot when that um, yeah um yeah so check out our love island episode which should be out on youtube and on spotify mm-hmm. and on every other platform as well but um yeah i just feel like anyone can kind of be just like swayed and it's not even just in like kind of romantic relationships it can be in any type of relationships like mm-hmm. like people i think as humans in general like people are impressionable and people care what people think so mm-hmm. as soon as someone says oh my god i hate i hate your tooth take it back out because you're getting too much attention like i mean you know just all of a sudden that's the person that you care about most and they're just saying something negative towards you and you're just like oh mm-hmm. you loved me for me oh okay like the whole the whole situation is like quite gaslighty in general yeah, yeah. you know it's just like this whole kind of he twisted it in a way like like oh you're getting too much attention I don't like it I liked you before so take it back out and then it's this whole idea of oh my gosh how sweet he loved me for me the whole time I don't need to be doing things to make myself look pretty and it's just like the fuck no because even then it's like he still wants you to go through the ag and the pain mm-hmm. of getting a tooth removed like for him rather than it being like a, oh he likes me for me he doesn't because he, he's making you get it because he knows that yeah. men will find you less attractive there'll be less competition yeah. and and to test his limits with you like yeah. how far can he actually push you because at the end of the day if he loved you for you he'll love you with a tooth as well <laughs> like, yeah true <laughs> you know you should be hyping him up that oh my gosh you got your you got a new teeth oh my god oh you look so beautiful you know yeah like yeah loving someone for them is loving them and the decisions that they want to make with their body and not making them feel like shit for what they yeah, want to and do not controlling like the controllingness yeah. of this situation is just crazy like i'd yeah. never tell someone oh i'd never i'd never signified someone that they should get their tooth removed for me <laughs> <laughs> It's just crazy. I find this quite interesting because as well, like this is kind of similar with, um, you know, the whole idea of the, you know, like people who have friends that are uglier than them. Yeah. 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 And like the whole idea of like, say if they kind of elevate a little bit, then they're jealous or annoyed or they try and get them Mm. to buy stuff that they think is going to look horrible on them and stuff like that. That's so true. It's weird that that's a thing, isn't it? Because I feel like everyone's yeah. been around someone that's a bit like that. 
it's very it's like very um kind of and ingrained in vanity like in vanity mm-hmm. in your own vanity in yourself and also vanity in you want to make sure that you look better so you're mm. vain with that person who decided yeah okay you, you should dress like this and so then that's gonna make me feel better about myself yeah it's weird very weird it's very weird it's very weird mm. but yeah that that situation I thought I'd just talk about it because I'm shocked like I cannot stop thinking about the fact that someone got their tooth pulled out for someone <laughs> it's just shocking well how um, do they do a veneer though on a on a tooth that's not that's missing maybe it was just, I don't know how false teeth work so maybe they actually did like put a tooth in like what, what don't yeah. with veneers I've, oh. I've, I've, I, no, I don't know what I it is I had a friend who had who had their tooth knocked out and they got one put in yeah because you can they can drill into your tooth and put a fake mm. one in there but I don't think it would have been like I guess it would be painful but it's just going to be I don't think it's like a very difficult procedure where it's just like you know no it's probably not but it's like for instance when I go to the dentist I've had a tooth pulled out when I've got braces and it's an uncomfortable experience and it's also like the pain you feel the next day because like the numbing wears off the pain mm. you feel the next day isn't nice like you can't eat certain foods you've got but to I adjust guess it's not- to like eating but I guess it's not going to be similar to getting a tooth pulled out because her tooth is already not knocked out yeah but it was knocked out then she got she got the fake one put in and then mm-hmm. he didn't like it so then she took that out again so, so it's maybe like the fake going one, in, maybe going the fake out. one can be changed though like maybe the thing is already inside there yeah and maybe just, and screw, they just kind yeah. of unscrew it or something yeah <laughs> if any dentist probably it. <laughs> any dentist listen want to let us know are we yeah. are we close <laughs> please let us know I feel like we probably are close <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh but um, so the final thing this is something my friend sent to me so there's this place mm-hmm. at Stratford have you ever been it's called Pitch it's like a new like I don't think it's new it's like a little mm-hmm. like rooftop oh is it Pitch I think it's Stratford it's like a rooftop bar thing um, where a lot of people are going this summer but someone handed out their number to a man and she, she aired him when she got home she didn't text him and okay. if, if anyone wants right to, to know yeah exactly if anyone wants to know what London guys are like then <laughs> listen to this okay careful what men you talk to at Pitch Stratford yeah 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 so darling you blocked me in it I don't even know why you blocked me in it like obviously we're adults isn't it I was only calling you last night and today because I generally was to tell that you got home safe innit? I didn't even see your message when you responded whatever to yeah I got in now the last time we spoke, we was having a conversation. The phone cutted, didn't it? Like, I thought that was your signal and whatnot. I tried to call you straight back, in it, and obviously it didn't ring, whatnot. Oh, my God. Did. But for you to block me, like, I don't know, innit? Like, it's where it is. They get I so pressed. I won't ring your phone no more because I'm a grown man at the end of the day. I'm not going to keep ringing down your phone, dude. Is that right? I didn't see your message. But here you are. I didn't hear from you. And I went to check that you was fine in it because, do you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man in it, like... I'm a man, innit? So sure you know what I mean? Innit? Pass it to his friend. I'm a good guy. How old are these people? So genuine, like, let's be honest. This guy's the other guy that's speaking to you at the party. 
end of the day, it's hard to meet real people in life. At the end of the so day, cold, that's what I can't stand. Colder and colder and harder and harder. And so when you meet someone that's genuine and real to you, you grab onto them with two hands and you keep them there. So Sorry. At the end of the day, fair enough. And like, you don't, you have to block my friend. I forget getting on so well with my friend. It's just, it's, it's, it's surprising to me. I'm shocked to hear that. But it's why at the end of the day, my friend's not somebody that will bother you or pester you. We're doing big things in our lives. Yeah, you are. Big places, isn't it? So at the end of the day, you're you blocking him. That's your prerogative. That's your choice, isn't it? But he will never yeah. call the phone again. We will never contact you again. Yeah, I respect Thank you. Thank you. A person to keep He's back. Your phone. I respect you. You didn't have to yeah, block but you me. Like, you just said I don't want to speak. What is this business? But fair enough, it is with so that was it but it's just fucking hilarious the way they're like it bunch is. of big things it's a cold cold world so when you find someone that is genuine you hold, you on. hold on to it with two hands <laughs> how gaslight how like wait is that negging or is that gaslighting um so negging is when someone makes you feel bad about something that you do i think and then gaslighting what? gaslighting is um when I think people twist things so like the problem is yeah. with them but then they twist it back onto you kind of that manipulation I feel like but, that was um, slightly neggy because he's them saying oh when you find something good you, you should hold on with both hands you know it's that whole like mm. oh you you found something good in me really this is what you should be doing but oh but you don't want to do that so you're gonna you're gonna learn you're not gonna find no happiness that's yeah, you know it, it just felt like very controlling as well like if this is what you're going to yeah. be like after meeting someone out on a night and out and you're going to tell cool. them to try that you're going to try and tell them that they need to be texting you and stuff like that then what is to come like it's just it's kind of scary Literally, the scary music was apt for that voice note yeah it was and it's just like I don't know what is wrong with these men. Why are they so pressed? No. It's like it's like I mean, guys. If you guys go back, I had a similar voice note. From, you did, and we played it. This it's, guy, we played it. We played them all out. Um, I beg you. Similar. I beg you. Let me take you out. I beg you. I beg you. <laughs> yeah, just like oh, why you blocked me? <laughs> yeah, he came came texting me, sending me voicemail. I beg you and block me. <laughs> like no, oh. like first you were meant to be taking me out. You didn't. And now you're shouting, shouting about, oh, you can take me shard, you can take me hutong, you can take me all these places. Like, yeah, but you didn't, did you? Yeah. So now what? And it, it, it's like, just because someone messages you or gives you their number or whatever, doesn't mean that they owe you anything. Exactly. Like, it's one conversation. And just because you were feeling something as well, doesn't mean that the other person was feeling that. Like, yeah, at the end of the men day, need to yeah. realize. Yeah, at the end of the day, like it is what it is. Not gonna it lie. It is what it is. Not gonna lie. Uh, sometimes people don't want to return your calls. Sometimes, at the end of the day, sometimes people just need to block man in it because you know they'll be doing up voice notes, hassling them on the phone, calling, 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 and being annoying. At the end of the day, not gonna lie, that's just a bit much. And sometimes <laughs> man get man needs to get blocked. It's at the end just, of the day, in it. Like honestly. <laughs> This is why women have to hand the number out. Because what the fuck would he have yeah. done in real life? Probably would have followed this her home. This is what I mean. Like, because, and this is what I mean, which is so terrifying. Like, as a woman and a man approaching you, like, we can't just be like, oh, I don't give out my number. Or, oh, I don't want to give you it, my details. Oh, I don't want to give you my snap. You have to give something. Because... Yeah because you don't know what these men will do to you in real life. You you say no, you don't know if they're gonna go clap you on. You don't know what they're gonna do 
if you give yeah. them a, if you give them a fake number and they decide and they're going to call it in front of your face to check that it rings you don't know what they're going to do when they see that it yeah. don't ring because clearly these guys are a bit mad by how they're sending all these voice notes and being like at the end of the day I'm a man yeah like I'm not going to keep harassing you but when you find something good you should hold on with two hands what are you doing oh yeah my friend my friend is my friend is my, what was that tag teaming what is this honestly like what sitting is that, with your what boy what is that wingman like, that, I thought it was a good idea. Like, let's send this girl that I met once of West Snow, Professor. And get my how friend to threaten them we, as well. We got on. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, where where like, does this confidence this, come from? Is this meant to be like a polyamorous relationship? What is? Why is he involved? I yeah, it's embarrassing. It? I reckon he must have got like an A star in drama or something because that was just not at all. You can't. His you, those was emotions. But those emotions. <laughs> were they faked <laughs> I just I, I can't imagine feeling like that for someone I met on a night out like sometimes yeah it's like oh my god this person is amazing I fancy them a lot but you like at least play the game a little bit play a bit oh hard to get or like you don't need to be an absolute at the end of the day, yeah, man is just tired of uh, you know girl not wanting to take his number in it so at the end of the day not gonna lie take my number because I'll be the best thing that ever happened to you in it it's part it's part of that lie. incel culture again isn't it because it it's like this incel culture he, the women owes him something the incel yeah. incel culture is growing growing especially with social media especially with all, and I feel like with video social media and TikToks where mm. we're giving men platforms to speak mm-hmm. incel culture is growing this, this is what they do being able to speak what do they do they start hating women Instead of going up and starting and starting up protests against the government, no, they want to scream, mm. scream, and say that women are, are women blaming women for everything. Nah, I know. Instead of building a house, going Literally. to war, you know, cutting wood, uh, yeah, barbecuing, putting up TVs, <laughs> yeah, putting up wardrobes, <laughs> <laughs> putting up coffee tables, <laughs> building building coffee tables, making um, putting up desks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they want to be incels. <laughs> Madness. Uh, it is on that note, like mad. It is mad. It is mad. I'm not gonna lie. At the end of the day, yeah. it's mad. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, that's another one. Can't I yeah. can't lie. Um, it is what it is, but <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I fucking hate that. I hate Same. it. Same. Oh gosh. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, should we inject some positivity? It's. I feel yeah. like we haven't done this in so long. I'm like, I've forgotten how to do it. Okay. I no, think I'm just sport. gonna inject. Be patient and take your time. Like good Ooh. things don't always happen overnight. You That's you really do need to realize that life is about the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, highs and lows. Like I there has that. to be balance. So yeah. I literally right. just made that up. How good was that? I love it. That was really good. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I want That's mine to link on to yours. Um, okay. So yours was patience. Mine is. I want to inject like yeah stopping slowing down and just listening mm-hmm. to yourself what you want and just trying to enjoy the moment you're in I feel like mm-hmm. like a lot of the time sometimes there's a lot of stress anxiety and worry going on and sometimes you just need to kind of take a step back slow down a bit and just actually like let's enjoy the moment we're in 
Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, be grateful, be grateful for this. No, like, let's just try and enjoy the moment we're in. Try and just pick out one, one small thing that is okay about yeah. this moment you're in right now where you're just sitting and you're thinking and you're just giving back to yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's my injective. Love that. Yeah. That's what I need to do as well. Definitely like slowing yeah. down and just enjoying like a little bit more than I worry. Definitely. I think that's what like what I'm feeling. I'm feeling quite agitated at the moment. I feel like, oh, my room is never going to look ready. It's never going to look good. But I mean, mm. it's pretty much done. <laughs> so I yeah. don't know why I'm stressing about it. But I do need to go to Ikea yeah. because I'm missing a part from one of my rails. And it's just like, oh, I can't bother to go. <laughs> but even though it's not, it's not that far. But yeah. But anyway, yeah, it looks cute. It looks cute. It so is far. cute. It is cute. So it's just, um, I like as well. I just feel like it's taken all the excitement out of the out of this whole pro out of out of what's going on right now. Like you know, it's yeah. it is an exciting time. It is just such a nice a nice place. And just thinking, oh, this is mm-hmm. how I'm going to be living at the moment. And it's just like, and it's what you wanted. Like it's literally it everything you wanted. Exactly. Exactly. And like literally, I went for a walk by the canal this morning, so I'm buying the canal still. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, it's just nice. Yeah. Oh, good. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you guys for listening. Um, you can find us at injected underscore pod at on Instagram on Twitter. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on YouTube. We are doing some Love Island um, recaps etc um, week, well weekly recaps for Love Island um, yeah so and definitely this week's episode we are going to be talking about incel culture because yeah these men mm. Mm. wow <laughs> yeah and let us know what you think as well of the visuals because we haven't had any feedback yet let us know if you like them if you'd like us yeah. to do more of that what you think yeah let us know let us know and um yeah because like we might have some things in the works where we might try and put in put in some visuals every now and then for like certain topics that we um like talking about um Mm -hmm. yeah so just let us know what you think about that if you want us to keep them coming if you felt lost last week without them just let us know if you're how how you're (laughs) enjoying it um, but yeah, yeah, you can find me at A-L-X-N-D-R underscore N-I-C on Instagram. And you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. I've taken myself off private for a little while, so go and indulge in my pictures. Yeah, and... but don't be, don't be stealing them to put on Hinge though, please. Yeah, do not do that. Have I told that story yet? <laughs> I yeah, don't you think did. I have. I but... think you said it last week, the other week. Yeah, maybe I did. Um, very yeah. scary. So yeah, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks guys. And Thank you. we will see you next week and also on YouTube or and Spotify. We've got our visuals yes. also on Spotify too. But yeah, so we'll see you later guys. Bye.